0: Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views on the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views on the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And we have got plenty to cover since um, we did the Extreme Rules prediction. If WE is to be believed the whole landscape of raw and smackdown and arguably nxt has been changed and i guess we'll uh, discuss that and find out whether that's true joining me ben white as always are luke and joe and i think we're just going to get straight into talking about stuff and getting it sorted because we've got loads to cover we've got a pay-per-view to try and break down or at least some of it and a and a whole shake up and draft to uh, to sort out so um we'll and let's jump be honest in.
1: Ben. We've, worn our, we've also absolutely worn ourselves out in the pre-show chat yeah 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 that's true that's true yeah none of yeah. None, none of which is airable none of which is
0: uh, broadcastable uh, until we get enough money to launch a Patreon I would say if you are interested in hearing that though please get in contact with Ben directly oh yeah, Just yeah. At, at PredictCast uh, for Wrestling PredictCast After Dark yeah
2: especially now Ben's decided to give his full name at the
0: start which I thought was interesting I don't mind that I don't mind giving that I do that on the uh, Movie List podcast as well
2: just in case, there's anyone else like imposter in, 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 like, in you? There's that. There's that.
0: And 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 for those 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 random uh, Leeds and um, who is it now? United fans. Is it United he plays for? Ben White. No, Arsenal. Arsenal. That's it. Arsenal. Yeah. So Arsenal and Arsenal and uh, Leeds fans that might uh, you know, might accidentally think he's are also a wrestling fan. So uh, you never know. Right then. Now that we've gone down, now we've already gone down the most random of tangents in the first two minutes. Thanks, Joe. Let's get into extreme rules, or as we like to call it, just normal rules. Um, the extreme rules po- uh, pay-per-view, um, it seems like forever ago. It seems like loads has changed since then, mainly because nothing changed from the extreme rules pay-per-view. We're not going to talk about all of it. So if you came here for our views on um, Carmella versus Liv Morgan, you are going to be sorely disappointed. But I did think we'd start by talking about the essentially the big three matches, the big matches that um, had some sort of uh, change or some sort of big deal come out of them. The first one is probably the most minor of it. It was uh, Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. And I know we're all properly looking forward to this one. Um, It was competitive enough. Charlotte got the win, ripped Lily apart at the end, and then Alexa had the single most awkward meltdown moment you've ever seen in the middle of a WWE ring. It was painful to watch, not for the right reasons. Um, Luke, Charlotte versus Alexa. Happy with that match? What were your takeaways <sighs> from that
2: one? Yeah, it was just not really. I I didn't, I didn't think the match was that great either, to be honest. Before, their chemistry wasn't that good. And then, like I say, that segment at the end was a bit weird, where she just had a tablet in her mouth, and, like kind of throughing, but not. I don't, think, I don't think it was meant to do that or... It, it was meant to froth work. like mad
0: wasn't it wasn't it meant to froth like mad that's what I, mean, I, don't... I...
2: yeah i don't know
0: because it was just weird because you saw the close-up of it just this it just looked like she had a a, a mentor on her tongue it. and nothing yeah, and that's, yeah. When that's it and nothing was happening and she was just kind of weirdly screaming um and then yeah. they announced on raw this week that we haven't seen alexa in ages and then got reminded it was only last week we hadn't seen her um so what do you reckon luke alexa coming back still dark and moody She's been drafted. She got a big cheer when she was drafted as well, to be fair.
2: I mean, I think it's the perfect time to like just stop all that now and just go back to being what she was before. I mean, it just doesn't... I think I think now Lily's been ripped up, Um, then hopefully they can just get rid of that gimmick. I'm not confident they will, but I, I kind of hope that will happen. Yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: What's your thoughts on Charlotte versus Alexa, Joe? Anything you, you took away from it?
2: Uh, no, it was
1: pretty desperate, wasn't it? I, I think... I think it's quite tough to, I mean, I just felt really bad for Alexa Bliss because I just feel like she just had the camera pointed at her for like five minutes and I, like to the point where I was skipping through it and I think I went back and was like, well, something must have happened in this intervening three minutes because she looked sad before and now she still looks sad. So there must have been like some uh, in between that and there wasn't and like the frothing at the mouth thing. Have you ever seen the video where like Ashley Young is playing and he gets like a bird like <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like pooed directly into his mouth and then he's like like it was like it was literally like that it was it was pretty it was pretty i felt bad for her um yeah i just yeah it's just it was just pretty average i know we're gonna talk about the draft later um so i won't i won't make my comment about where she is in the draft at this point but yeah i just feel like they've they've done her over a bit there and i think i think we're probably done with the supernatural stuff now i hope i I think she might be injured um yeah okay well, not all not injured, but I think she might be off TV for a bit, probably recovering from her doll being torn apart. Um, so maybe that maybe that's why they maybe that's an opportunity to kind of
2: rebrand her a little bit, rebuild. Like I don't know, do whatever. I, I think for me, it just this just goes to show even more so that Charlotte Flair is basically a league of, of her own. I feel I feel compa- like, even compared to like Becky at the moment, I feel like Charlotte Flair is just completely like no one could compete with her. Come come anywhere close. I think that this just demonstrated that
0: even more. It's been a bit. The way they use Charlotte this week has been great because it's elevated some of the other people. The way she's been on both shows this week and everything, but you it think... does feel a bit like that. It does feel a bit like there isn't really anyone. We need someone exciting, and I don't feel that we've really got that. We've got some exciting matchups, but no real big exciting person coming in. Are you talking about
1: Raw when you say both shows, mate? Including what you including like two days ago yes sorry yeah yeah so i really i really 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 hated that like yeah, that, was, sh- that charlotte was on it no that charlotte locked sh- the ending of that match i was like this, this personifies everything that's wrong about wwe yeah what Cause, happened because i haven't said it so there's a there's a match between bianca Belair and um and charlotte flair and charlotte and bianca Belair is about to win it or or so it would it would suggest yeah. bianca Belair Becky's at ringside for a probably, what, 15-minute match? And yeah. just as the pin's about to happen, or just a, just as Bianca Belair's pinning, Becky gets off from commentary and just pulls her, pulls her away from Charlotte for no reason, other than to like then go and beat her up ahead of Crown Jewel. And and I get the logic about, you know, you you, you wanted to take a swipe at Bianca Belair ahead of Crown Jewel, but this is all that's wrong with WWE. Like, having that match end with nothing, just, I think, really insults the, the viewer's intelligence. Either way, that would have been fine. If Charlotte had beat Bianca, then fair play, Charlotte is really good. If Bianca beat Charlotte, then brilliant. Like, you know, what a genuine threat to Becky's title. But just to have like a nothing finish after fifteen minutes—like I watched for three hours, and the end result is a no contest. Like, like give give that's I I, 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 I totally accept what you're saying about Charlotte on Raw and back down, bringing a bit of gravitas to both. But that ending really was like I was like, this is why. I, this is why I'm really struggling with Raw at the moment. It's –
0: I'm, we might as well keep talking about it, but it's the it's the, it's the, the idea that they've only got three massive stars because when they said Bianca versus Charlotte's going to be the main event, I I, what I, said to my wife, I was watching it, I was like, don't give that away on TV. That's huge. Don't give that away on TV. It's just a nothingy – oh, you two have never faced each other. Here we go. Have, have have, at it then. And then what's worse about – I completely agree with what you're saying. What's worse is Becky's there for the 15 minutes. I'd have a little more, like presence. I have a little more time for it. If Becky runs in the same way Sasha did at Extreme Rules, Becky appears to cost her, but she's there for 15 minutes. And I never understand that logic. If you were going to cost him the match, why not just get involved two minutes in? Why, why, why wait that way? Why, why bother? It, it, it's it's
1: it yeah. is that stupid WWE logic that winds me up. It always goes back to that thing about like. Why are you waiting until like someone's hit the finishing move before you come out and interfere when you're like making your return Or if you're that pissed off with someone, you're that pissed off with someone, go and beat them up at the start or before the match. Don't wait until they're just like it's just you know I'm not you know I'm not going to this, this isn't a this isn't a um, this isn't a podcast for comparison with other places, but that's what that is that is increasingly becoming a real bugbear of mine. Like non finishes to matches, it, it's either you have a clear winner and then you get a result. Or you get a like 50 50 match, and you never get a result apart from maybe on on the like on a on a SmackDown, and it's uh, sorry on a, a pay-per-view, and it just does my head in. It really does.
0: It's just la- it's oh, lazy. It's lazy, right?
1: Sports, yeah.
0: That's right. We've got plenty more to cover. I mean, the next the next thing to cover anyway was going to be um, Becky versus Bianca anyway. So I think we've we've started getting into that. I mean. This was, I thought this was a genuinely good match. I thought Becky versus Bianca was a great match at Extreme Rules. I didn't see where it was going. There were points when I actually believed Bianca might win it. Um, they did they did a couple of really good false finishes, really good kind of close pins and things. And then um, Sasha returns, Sasha Banks comes back, which I wasn't very happy with, to be honest with you. I thought it was a bit of a waste a week before the draft. I thought there's, there's, there, there was an easy win for the draft to bring some some big people back like Sasha Banks. No, she's not been gone that long, but it still, still felt like a big return. And um, Sasha costs, technically, she costs Becky the match. Bianca technically won the match um, for that one because it was, she attacked Bianca, which made it Bianca winning on disqualification. But Becky kept the belt. So just for those keeping score on the predict cast, it was actually um, Bianca that won that one. Um, but yeah, so um, Becky versus Bianca. I mean, there's not much more to say because we've kind of started to go into the into the outcome f- from it. Um, but is there anything uh, you wanted to add to it, Luke? Becky versus Bianca?
2: I just, it just feels like they're constantly setting things up to then set things up to then set things up without resolving anything. Um, so like what happened at SummerSlam, obviously with Becky Lynch coming out and doing all that. And then did he, I just meant like, why don't they just do a triple threat? I just don't.
0: I just feel like I'm constantly waiting and never, nothing's ever getting resolved. It just bores
1: me. <laughs> are you are you excited for the? Pro- I know we're not going to talk about Crown Jewel properly because we have the. You told us not to we? Really, yeah. I know. Spoilers. Our host and producer, <clears throat> producer, Ben White. Ben White, uh, not the not the not the Arsenal former Brighton player, said we're not allowed to talk about Crown Jewel, but he's about to ask us a question about Crown Jewel. So how do you want us to play that, Ben? Answer it. Um,
0: Triple threat. Excited about that prospect, Luke?
2: Um, Again, I'm sure it'll be a good match. But Beck is going to win, so.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, spoilers for the next episode, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, That's exactly what's going to (laughs) happen. We're having a belt swap
1: where they just go, oh, you've got a blue belt, but you're on a red brand and I've got a red belt, but I'm on a blue brand. So let's swap.
0: Do you? I was thinking about this watching Raw when I watched it last night. There's... There's scope for, they should do something with it. There's scope for keeping the blue belt on the re, on Raw for a bit, red belt on SmackDown for a bit, and doing something at Survivor Series with it in there. Like, make it Becky Two Belt, Charlotte Two Belts, and then do something with it. I mean, for storytelling purposes, if they just get in the ring and swap belts, there's just something really naff about it.
2: Well, it Apple just makes sense. It? Oh know it did.
0: And, I, and it's just, it's infuriating because you could do something with that. If it's going to end up being Charlotte versus Beckett survivor series, make it matter.
1: Make it, make it mean something. Do you know what I, 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 honestly, what I would do with these is just have a match, have, have matches or have results at crown jewel where you've got two title holders on the same brand. I know that, I know that's a pain in the ass logistically, but like, we're going to watch Crown Jewel and about 15% of the way through Crown Jewel, we'll be able to work out what the results of the other match is going to be based on who's on what brand after Crown Jewel. Now, I will say they've done the draft better this time where they've done the kind of, it doesn't start as after Crown Jewel, which makes sense. But then it also, it's also completely defeats the point when they're all on both shows anyway. So, I mean, it might as well start now. Um but, but just do it so if if you get the situation where set like up Bianca and Becky, I think they're both on RAW. No, yeah, they're both on Raw. They? Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte and Charlotte and Sasha, who are both on SmackDown, for example, both win their matches, then great. Because you know what you've got there? You've got a champion versus champion match on SmackDown, which is um, which would be great. And then you can have a new tournament for the title on RAW. And then that there's two exciting storylines sorted is really simple
0: okay. that's what i thought if you if I, I, I was thinking if you have a double belt a double champion if you make it charlotte versus becky for the champion for, for both championships and then do exactly that you amount you you have a uh what's it called like a unification is that is that what you call it i suppose when yeah. you put the two belts together you can't have you both having two belts doesn't make sense one champion and then exactly that we have a new a brand new belt something different on the other side but call, call it the
1: all like call it the you know Call it the all of like you know the universal women's champion and the yeah, like, is it mad? Is it like stop like just because they've got different colours doesn't mean they have to be in like a specific brand. It just it just means that the matches are going to mean something because that's the
0: biggest problem. SmackDown is great for the for the amazing matches between the biggest stars and the brands, and I've got a lot of time for that, and there will be some great matches, <laughs> but they don't mean anything. They don't go anywhere, and they should. It could it could mean something. So I think they're going to miss a trick when you know for a fact that on October twenty second. Um, which I think is the is the Friday, isn't it? It's the, it's the Friday after Crown Jewel. You know that Charlotte is just going to hand the belt to Becky and Becky's just going to hand the belt to Charlotte and then they'll just go separate ways.
2: Yeah. But do you unless, know- unless Sasha Banks wins the belt from Becky and therefore that's the blue belt and then whoever beats Charlotte to get the red belt. Charlotte got a match announced yet? Not yet. No, but she will do, not she?
0: I don't do know. Ask- I don't know with it being Saudi Arabia. They isn't might they- not push their luck with more than one woman's match, to be fair. Uh-
1: Aren't they having the Queen of the Ring tournament? Oh yeah. Oh, of course they are. Yes. So yeah, I would imagine got a fair shout of winning that.
0: Or, or more interestingly, not winning it. Getting to the final and not winning it. Hopefully. I don't want to have a Queen versus Queen feud, which we will have 100% if she doesn't win it. At least it's a story, mate. At least it's a story. Right then. I'm um, talking of stories. We've got the the <laughs> best the the right, best strong. Thanks. You know the, the segues are the segue much more smooth if you don't call them out as well. Just, just, just yeah. saying. <laughs> the, the second, 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 second. Do you want to move on to your next item? Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> um, so the best written story in WWE still being the best written story in WWE. They're still adding layers upon layers of it, and I think it's it's the most interesting thing they've done for ages is the Roman Reigns versus Brock versus Balor versus whoever else is involved kind of point to it. So we had Roman versus Finn Balor in what was, again, a really, really good match, this time using the Extreme Rules um, stipulate. I think it was the only, apart from the triple threat match, it was the only other match that actually had a stipulation that would fit Extreme Rules. Um, Really brutal, really competitive. Demon was really good. Um, We haven't talked about the finish of this kind of on purpose. I haven't asked about this, so I don't know how you feel about it. But there gets to the point where... Finn's been Fin's been attacked by the Usos, he's on the floor his music the beginning of his music, the heartbeat starts he starts doing this kind of spasming thing, then his theme starts he gets up as the demon rejuvenated it looks like he takes everyone out it looks like he's going to win the belt with a coup de grace and then the top turnbuckle snaps, he hurts his knee and Finn Balor spears him and pins him Um, I didn't like it I thought it was a really dodgy way to end it. I was all for it, to be fair. I was all for the music and the, the demon being rejuvenated and all of that. I was actually quite behind that. And then I thought, give it to Bala then. Have, have Bala win it. Have the demon win it. He, he picked out another level. It kind of protects Roman because he wasn't expecting this. If you're going to go the supernatural way, go the full supernatural way and let's see how this goes. Then when the belt, the top ring turnbuckle snapped and he fell into the ring, it was done for me. I just thought, you've just undercut that within seconds. So I wasn't a big fan of the ending
1: to that. Joe, what did you think of it? Uh, yeah, I'm with you, mate. I think I think genuinely, like, if, if he'd have won that, I, no one would have been that upset. I would have been quite happy with that, to be honest. I thought that would have been a great, you know, that would have been a good way to do it. And they've, they've done it with on Raw, where they've got... Um, Lashley versus Goldberg, not for the belt, and I'm pretty sure I called that a few months yeah. back. Yeah, you did. Too and I think it's probably like I've done any harm to it. Brock versus Roman for no belt. Like, like that's the, the the match doesn't need a belt on it. I don't think personally. Um, almost the belt on a the, almost Roman versus Brock when Brock is clearly a part timer kind of belittles it by having the belt because it kind of makes the outcome more predictable. I would have given it Bella, and and I and I'll keep. Jumping ahead to the draft comment, but like yeah. where Finn Balor was drafted in the in the draft just goes to show what we actually think of him, which was about what twentieth. Was, was it
0: was it round four on the second night? Was that what it was, or was it first night he was drafted? But he was he was uh, drafted
1: second, second night. it was second well, night, was, but yeah. I
0: think it was about round three or four. It, it was that point where Balor appeared and you went, oh god, Balor's not been drafted yet. No, it was, it was that like, kind of thing.
1: It was like about I'm pretty sure it was like it was like about four after. It was. It was. So it was. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the order, Luke, just so you can get context of what I'm saying. From I think number twelve was zaya Lee. Then we had the Street Prophet. fair. Then we had the Viking Raiders, and then Tim Yeah, he's round, round round four, third pick in round four. He had. He was. He was
2: after the Viking Raiders. He was. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about a draft because I've got some really strange questions about what happens in the draft because it doesn't make any sense some of it. Fair enough.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd have given the belt to Finn Balor and then there's nothing wrong with Roman chasing it now. Cause that actually adds another level to the story. Get Brock Lesnar out the way at crown jewel. That's a great match. And then have Roman trying to get his belt back, you know, having being dastly D and, and particularly with the draft, if you'd done it cleverly enough, he could have been chasing big E. I wonder if I'm chasing Finn Balor, cause I don't think that'll work. If it had been Roman versus Big E for the next, you know, two two or three months to get the belt back, and Big E loses it to Roman, there's no shame in that, and that's a better, better thing for me. But, you know, they've gone with what you said, and I think that I think you're absolutely right. Crown Jewel just looks like how is Roman going to beat Lesnar? Is is the is the outcome to it? Unfortunately, what, what were your thoughts on the ending of uh, on the on the finish to Extreme Rules, Luke?
2: I'm, I'm the same with both of you. I mean. I, I, I enjoyed the music hitting in and him, him like, changing because, to me, that makes the Demon character so different to just Finn Balor with face paint on. It makes it, like, a bit special and the fact that he can do that. So, you know, apart from flopping about like a Salmon reference... Yeah, I did, to, I I did earlier, not like that bit. Did not um, like that bit at all. That was, that, that was a bit weird. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed everything about the match up until the rope break, which I just don't like any of that sort of stuff normally. It's just so fake. Did you see... I, I
1: liked the... Um, I liked... The um, like w- the first heartbeat don't show Finn Balor, and then you know the timing after that, don't you? So yeah. from the second one, because like if if he's just called <laughs> when that first half <laughs> I had to rewind that and watch that. I'd be like, if he's if he's nailed that timing on that random heartbeat of the arena, he is absolutely brilliant. He's better than I thought. Count to did, four, did five, you, four,
0: three, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Did you think someone else was coming out? No. Did I didn't realise what was going on. I thought the fiend was coming. Really randomly, I thought the fiend was coming back. I thought they'd pulled the mother of all rug pulls, and the fiend was still there, and he was emerging again. I thought, oh my god, this is amazing! Like that would be that would be a great little twist to it, just because out of nowhere. But then obviously, when he was starting to do, and then when he, you're right, when he started to do the, the essentially the salmon thing on the floor, it was really cringy.
2: But it was, it was quite funny because clearly whoever's operating sound forgot to press stop. <laughs> his music to started. Not that clearly wasn't meant to
0: happen. I don't know. I was wondering about that because I didn't like that either. I didn't like no. that the music was still going, and I thought, yeah, this is this has gone on far too long now. Because you're right, it, it 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 started to take away from it. I also didn't want him wrestling in, in the red light. I thought we were done with the red light. You know, with the red 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 stage yeah. lights yeah, and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Save some money. That's good. So okay well uh that ended with extreme rules changing absolutely nothing so yeah. everyone came out
1: with the belts that they went in with yeah can i say mate I, can i say sorry you never you never threw me an intro or um or asked me what my big thoughts about it were but i think i think what you're just describing there I mean, it, was, it was it was a terrible introduction from you to be honest. but i think what you um i think what you're describing there is exactly my summary of like extreme rules i think the wrestling on it was actually pretty decent. Like it was, it was actually like quite a good. It was actually quite a good wrestling show. Uh, even the the triple threat, like the, sorry, the um, the three on three match at the start was fine. It was just had no consequence at all. That was the that was a down. Like you could have not watched that and it had been fine.
2: Yeah, well, I, I completely agree. Like it was just like a good episode of Raw, which is very rare. But it was like a good episode of Raw. And then the Raw the next night was more Extreme Rules. So it had more Extreme Rules matches on it. It had a still cage match. And like Damien Priest and Sheamus like battered each other with weapons. So you're absolutely didn't really right. I didn't even think ever. of that.
0: I didn't even think about the fact that we had a cage match the next night. Why did? Why would you do that? That's that is the most bizarre thing. Also, yeah.
1: I really hate cage matches where it's like, tell you how we're gonna settle this in the cage. that's already just hanging above the ring because not they're not a cage there normally. Just like we just happen to have one knocking about for this in this eventuality, like just. I think they should just stop bringing the cage to every show, regardless of whether they use
2: it, or not just so that they're like so that it's it's there, if you know what I mean. Also, the worst thing for me about a show cage match is you can just go out the door. Oh yeah, that's new. That is ridiculous.
0: That is new. (laughs) Well, it's not new, but it's been it's been there a while. But it's like that I remember cage matches when it was the when it was the blue cage and it was you had to escape the cage, but then wrestlers, you realize that there was a lot of Fairly unfit wrestlers who, once they've been wrestling for twenty minutes, literally really struggled to climb the cage. So I think they added the uh, added the door for that added option.
1: Because someone else in cage could... then, isn't it? Sometimes, sometimes like I work from home at the moment, and I often have my own cage match. But it's like a hell of a cell walk it's got a roof uh, <laughs> on the room. I mean, <laughs> can't escape the door. <clears throat>
2: ben, can we edit that really poor
0: joke? Out? Uh, yeah, it might be. It might be worth it.
2: Here what? it comes. Here comes the retort. Here
1: it comes. Here it comes. No, I was just going to say, mate, when you do that, you can edit in some introductions for us all. Uh... Oh, why
0: attack me? He called you out. Why are you attacking me? Unbelievable. He's, he was right. You were wrong. Right, we'll get to the uh, we'll we'll get to the draft.
1: Um, so, you know, when you're just sitting there and suddenly you get asked a question like this. And your heart sinks you know that if you get this question wrong you're probably going to have a fight you might even get divorced so you panic and you think how about one involving an exoskeleton and then you hear yeah but which one involving an exoskeleton and then you've got nothing you've called for an exoskeleton movie and you haven't got one in your locker well the great news is there's a new podcast out that covers lists on all kinds of movie related trivia it's That Movie List Podcast. So the next time you make outlandish suggestions like exoskeletons, funniest films or explosions, and you end up getting it wrong, and you end up having a fight and probably getting divorced, at least you'll have someone to blame. That Movie List Podcast by Views from a Sofa Network.
0: First of all, um, what do we think about, we kind of, Joe touched upon it before, what do we think about the idea that this time the draft doesn't start until October 22nd? What's your thoughts
2: on that, Luke? Um, I don't I don't really know. I think it I think it's good in a way because like Joe said earlier, you just get the crown jewel out of the way and just kind of do all that stuff, but then it just to me premeditates a lot of stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how I feel about it to be honest.
0: <laughs> not fair enough. know I, I, yeah, it might not feel anything about it until we see whether it works or not. Um you kind of had similar views to to Luke, didn't you Joe?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a good idea to do it. I think the whole problem with with the brand, like with the draft, is the timing of the, where they do it, and also the timing in relation to Survivor Series. So at least where they are like literally seem to have the draft, and like two weeks later. They're fighting for the brand they've only been on for two weeks, where they've been on against the brand they've been on for the last year. And the, one of the fundamental issues I think with the with the draft is there's only two options. So by by like just by logic. Fifty percent of the people are going to just change brands every. It's not like it's the top five. You know, it would be better, I think, if like SmackDown were like, you get like five picks from Raw, and Raw like, or something like. You know, I don't know how you do. It. Like, exclude current champions. You get five picks from Raw, and then SmackDown. You get five picks from sorry, Raw. You get five picks from SmackDown, excluding the current champions. That would make way more sense for me. Well,
0: do you remember when they used to do? Was it used to be called Superstar Shake Up?
1: Oh but that was crap. That was
0: awful. But they, that was the similar conceit though, wasn't it? That was the similar type of thing where what they would do is they would literally just go we're going to take there would be five new wrestlers appear on one side, five wrestlers appear on the other side type of thing, but
1: that was yeah, the closest was, they do to was, it. Yeah, but that was really like that was that wasn't that wasn't well done. That wasn't like the best wrestlers, that was just like no. at random some people appear on the wrong brand and you go what are they wrong? Oh, it's Superstar Shake-Up. There we go. We found out found out all these things. I think I think just do it just do it just do it logically, right? Just do literally Raw gets five picks of SmackDowns people that aren't champions, and then the vice versa, and that would mix it up enough. And you could have, you know, a, couple, a woman, a tag team, and three singles men. That's cool, like dead easy. Because I just think that the, the brand split changes it so that the brands are unrecognizable from what they were, like a few like last week, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. What do you think? T- I. Think the shows have been better since everyone can go anywhere for the last two weeks to be the last two two episodes. So this SmackDown and this Raw were actually really solid shows because the biggest superstars could be on both. I thought there was something to that. Now I know they're never going they're not going to get rid of the brand split any, brand split anytime soon, but there was something to saving Raw with the fact that they could put bigger stars on there and things like that. What what's what what do you think about that? You think they there's some you know. Is the split hurting Raw?
2: So I think it would work to combine it and not have a split if there was one show. Because I feel like if there's two shows, you just do that on both shows. You're seeing the same matches all the time with the same people. Then you can't actually build anyone else up. So I, I agree. It's really good to see the, the, star, like the, the best wrestlers. But then two shows a week of doing that same thing, to me, seems too much.
0: Yeah, which was the whole point of the, the split in the first place, I guess. It just well, this 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 week's Raw felt better. That's all. Go on, Joe.
1: The whole point of the split was to get two touring brands, wasn't it? So it's like we've got enough wrestlers here that we can basically have 50% of wrestlers on one touring brand. So if you come and watch SmackDown Live, you'll see Roman Reigns and you'll see what would have been Finn Balor and blah blah blah. And then if you go Raw, you'll see Randy Orton and Matt Riddle and Omos and whatever. So that was the, that was the purpose of it, wasn't it? But I don't know, I just don't know if it works. It, it 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 didn't work last time and then they brought it all back together and it became a bit of a mess, didn't it? And it yeah. And it's it's I don't think they've solved the problem yet. I do think though, if they just if if it was just better, it doesn't matter about the rest if the writing was better, it doesn't really matter that much about the wrestlers on it. Like I know that's a, I know that's a big statement, but I don't think like I don't think AEW's wrestling like contingent is that much better than WWE's it's just used better like largely I would say I'll give it's you the perfect example changing aren't they
0: I'll give you the perfect example of that the Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode segment this time on Raw was yeah. the best they've had forever because they came out and made a clear point with a bit of story with a bit of scope. The fact they were doing that, well, Big E used to be my bodyguard and Drew McIntyre used to be my bodyguard and they had VT and they showed all that stuff. I thought, God, this is the most interesting. These two have been in ages and they felt like it's worth them being here. They don't just feel like, oh my God, oh yeah, Dirty Dogs are are actually still a tag team. So that's the perfect example of you give someone a story that you can kind of get a bit invested in, then that's half the battle won, if not three quarters of the battle. To be honest, because how many matches have been shocking, but you're invested because the story is something worth worth doing. So, I think you're absolutely right with it, and that's why SmackDown has been by far the better show recently. So, right, we'll get into the, the what the rosters. Then um, I'll run down the Raw roster first, and we'll see what you uh, what what you've made of it and who's on it. Now, obviously, only some of the drafts were picked on the day. On the evenings, on the night, on Raw and SmackDown. The rest were were picked afterwards. Um, or just kind of randomly showed up backstage and said, By the way, I'm now on Raw or I'm now on SmackDown. Um, so here we go. We'll we'll start from the top and go down. So we've got Big E, Randy Orton this is Raw, sorry, Big E, Randy Orton, Riddle, Edge, Keith, Bear Claw Lee. Bear Cat. Bear Cat, sorry, bear cat Lee. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Keith Lee apparently, um, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ Styles and Omos, Kevin Owens, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Gable Gable Stevenson, Drake Maverick, Reggie, Akira Tozawa, Chad Gable, Otis, R-Truth, Morrison, T-Bar, Polo Cruz, Commander Aziz, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Jackson Ryker, v- Veer, have to tell me who Veer is, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. And the women were Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki, ASH, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Nia Jax, Lena Vega, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Tamina, and Tegan Knox. I didn't know they had enough people on that roster to, to be that many, to be honest with you. Um, Joe, you texted yesterday and said that Raw have the most random roster and the most random draft. Why?
1: Why do you think that? Um, it wasn't so much that; it was more just the order of them. Like I, am frantically, like looking at trying to find. I've got, I've got, I've got the order. If you want the order, it, it was like so. It was like <clears throat> sh- Street Profits, like Kevin Owens. Okay, Damian Priest, number three f- for the Raw Raw draft. But then like Finn Balor, who I would say is like right up there, was like number number eight. SmackDown, of have done Lee, Viking Raiders, but then. Samu's aim way down the list. Yeah, it's, it's just a bit. I just thought it was a, all a bit of a. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't follow. I didn't follow the logic.
2: That's uh, what I also don't understand, right? Because obviously we'll talk about this in a minute. The New Day is split again. Yeah. Why don't you just draft the New Day? Like, yeah. What like the Big E was their first pick. Draft the New Day. You got all three of them. It makes no sense. Considering, no sense.
0: considering what you what what you won't have spotted, Joe uh, Luke, is that some of these people were randomly put together. So yeah. you've got not randomly, but like technically, why why is King Nakamura and Rick Boogs being put together? They're not a tag team. The really random one was um, I'm not gonna be able to find it now, but it was the person that's now kicking around with um,
2: Baron Corbin Corbin, must.
0: Corbin yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. where's why why is he now randomly drafted with Corbin? Like what? It was those random ones where you're like, I'm not entirely sure that makes any sense.
1: The logic, the logic is that Big E, so that Raw, who had the free reign on New Day, picked Big E first, and were like, "We don't want, we don't want Kofi Kingston as Woods. It doesn't make any sense. What's the, what's the, what's the issue there? What, what, what is the issue?
0: The annoying story for me is when they did the draft last year and made that choice. If they just said that Big E had asked to be picked separate, that would have made sense. If he'd just yep. gone, "I want to do this on my own and prove I can do it without you two, we're not splitting, but let me do this. How much more behind mate, him would you have been as well? Mate, just say you can only draft a maximum of two
1: people. There's no threes. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah, you're right. You're There's absolutely no right. Threes. Yeah. There's no threes. It's not like I'm going, oh, yeah, what about that trio? There's no other threes.
0: Other than, other than, sorry, the fact that they've drafted all of the um, group from um, NXT. So they've drafted. Oh no, I can't think what they're called. and I might be able to find their name.
1: Yeah, don't guess because it's um, it's not like yeah. <laughs> don't guess. <it. laughs>
0: I can't find them. Why can I not find what they, where, where they are on this draft at all?
1: But, but there's four of them,
0: so you can. There use, is four of them, so you could have gone right, two and two. Yeah.
1: Like or or, or do anything else. But that, that's an easy solution to your problem. Like, I've, it's taken me it's taken me five seconds to work out the solution to that new day issue, which and and make it make it work.
0: So, what do we think of what, what do we think of the people that have moved up from NXT? Then, so you've got your your Austin theories, you've got your Zayles, you've got your um, there was a few few other ones that I've, I can't see now uh, off the top of my head. But how you know what do you think of the people that moved up uh, from NXT? And Rich was there Holland. anyone? Rich, Rich Holland. Holland, yeah, Rich Holland was another one that that surprisingly moved up. Um, what do we think of the people that did make it up to uh, to from there, and is there anyone you thought
2: surprised that didn't make it up? My next two. I think that because the call people up randomly throughout the year anyway, it not really ma- not really matter. Just called up Karrion Cross, didn't they? Just called they? They up Keith Lee, and, and that was all outside the draft picks. And they're they like the bigger names. So it's almost like the ones that are drafted in now are the ones that be average. I think you know I think you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Uh, with, and it wasn't what you said because obviously that was,
1: you know, I, I, I lost interest quite quickly. But, but what, 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 what? Oh, I'm only joking. Um, but no, but I think the thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's the issue, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter because basically we convinced us not to, not to worry about this stuff. So like, oh, I would like Johnny Gagano to come up, right, or Tommaso Ciampa or whoever, whoever. But they could just come up at any point, really. So if they actually catch fire and do we think oh we can make some money on and not bring him up anyway so we're like they're almost conditioning us they're almost conditioning it for us not to wor- not to worry about it. <clears throat> yeah and and, and
0: vice versa. If you start to fall down the cards you'll just end up in XT anyway.
1: Didn't they bring up like Aaliyah like like is in my imagination, right? Or did they bring up Aaliyah like
2: six months ago? Yeah they also brought up Austin Theory because he was he was in that whole thing with Seth Rollins, wasn't he? Oh yes, yes.
0: Oh, yeah, this is the second time Austin Theory's been brought up. Okay. So it's it's There's random choices. I don't know why Ridge Holland's all of a sudden brought up when he's only just hitting the ground running in NXT. Austin Theory, I can kind of see, I suppose. Top Dollar is the group I was thinking of before, and they they are... Top Dollar? How are you spelling that? T-O-P-D-O-L-L-A, mate. Okay. Because, of course, they were one of the best things in NXT, and now they've been what? shifted out.
2: Yeah, I don't know exactly. who I don't know
0: who they are. Cause I don't watch it anymore. They <laughs> are they are they are a genuinely solid faction. They are a genuinely solid stable. They're. they're Any they're in there that I know? Um, testing you here. You are you absolutely are, and I've completely. Who is always around the the cruiserweight belt? Yeah, it's him, and I can't remember what his name is. You're absolutely testing me now. Swerve, swerve. That's it. As I as I swerve, Scott is the only one you would know. Right. So his, it's his group and they wrap their promos, but actually legitimately decently wrap their promos. They clearly come from a hip hop background. So there's, they're, they're actually solid as a faction and I wouldn't have moved them yet. So, and then there's other people like the way who are again, one of the best things on XT would easily move up now. Like it's the, the moving Johnny Gargano. I know his wife's pregnant. So that complicates that, you know, you've got all those kind of elements that there's, um, yeah, there's there's Dexter Loomis could easily move up now. There's so many people that have been around NXT that haven't moved that it would make sense to to shift them. So
2: there's some random choices there. I was I was, I was really hoping that one person I wanted to get to move up was Cameron Grimes because that's the one person I miss watching on NXT. And he's again, <laughs> he's even better than he was before. Cameron Grimes is one of the biggest stars in NXT as well. Yeah, um, and, and 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 he would make <clears throat> sense with the whole. Baron Corbin stuff as well. Happy Corbin, being rich, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely,
0: something in that. Yeah, I'd go for that, definitely.
2: Um, So, SmackDown got
0: Reigns, McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Isaiah Scott, Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, Jeff Hardy, Jimmy Uso, Jey Uso, King Nakamura, Rick Boogs, Sheamus, Eric and Ivar, Ricochet, Umberto Creo and Gaza, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn, Drew Gulak, Mace. I know Mason T Bar split up. We all we all mourn that one. Um, Mustafa Ali and Mansour, Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Um, so Veer and then the, and Shanky for the women, it was Charlotte yes, Flair. Shanky was split up. That's weird. That's really weird. Now now I know who Veer is. The minute I said Shanky, they're they're like Ant and Deck. I can't tell one. I can't. I can't. They. I don't recognize them without the other one. So um Veer's getting the big push then. By the look of it, getting the big solo push.
1: Which one was the one that used to be in that other um, all-Indian faction? In NXT, do you remember there was that? Indus Share. Yeah. Indus Share, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Did, did one of Veer and Shanky, was one of Veer and Shanky in there? No, yeah, one of them were, but not the other. I think it was Veer, maybe. I think what happened, long, long, you know, because I know you're interested in this stuff, Ben, so I'll let you know. So, you know, do you remember when... Do you remember when Keith Lee beat Adam Cole, and he like Keith Lee had a fight with Adam Cole for both belts? Yeah, I remember. They pre-recorded that. um, I can't remember why, but basically it was like Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, and and for some unknown reason, one of Indusheer, not via or Shanky, but one of their two's partner decided it was a good idea to take a photo of it and then upload it, of Keith Lee celebrating, and upload it onto social media like a week before it came out. And everyone was like, what on earth would you do that? And I think he's never been seen again since. And then either Veer or Shanky, which other one of them was the partner of him, never came up and formed an all-Indian trio with them two and Jinder Mahal. And now, disappointed they've been split up in their prime. Yeah. (laughs) So are we are we
0: are we wait are we waiting are we waiting for the grand union of T Bar and Veer?
1: <laughs> oh. Can't take myself seriously. Um, I mean the fact that I know that much is a bit. A That's bit... bizarre, but yeah, no, I I do
0: actually remember that story now. You have said it. I do remember that I all that of those that events w- happening.
1: Worry about what I'm doing. Spend more time
0: with my kids, really. <laughs> uh... um... Other random point from um, this this draft was um, how random was it that um, getting a straight call-up was... um am going to find his name. Gable Stevenson. How did he not get straight? The, the Olympic gold medalist, the guy who's literally just signed for um, WWE, he's he's very green, very developmental, but not been seen on NXT, not been seen anywhere else, and has got straight to the... Uh, Straight to the main roster. They've not done that since AJ Styles got straight to the main roster from NXT, skipping NXT. Um, it seems like they like they put a lot of money and a lot of time behind uh, behind this wrestler. What do we think of that
1: one? Well, you, you, the way to make yourself credible is not to go to NXT. So.
2: <clears throat> that's true. Yeah, yeah. if you wanted to keep your career going, yeah, that's true. Is, is Gabriel Stevenson the one that's an actual wrestler and won a gold medal? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 They've got they've they've clearly got
1: some Kurt Angle vibes, hopefully. I I'm 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 not against it. I don't know why they'd do it more, to be honest. Like, what's what what's the best that's gonna come out? What what's the best that happens with Gable Stevenson in nx Realistically. Like he becomes he beats everyone really convincingly and then goes to the main roster, and that is then what Shayna Baszler? To be fair, I mean that's that's the that's the other, that's the other side of
0: this now. After the last couple of weeks, there's some random people that have kind of got some some bizarre kind of pushes and, and different aspects to it. Shayna Baszler's getting the push for the first time in forever, Joe. You got to be happy about that one.
1: Hey, it's happening this year. This year, Shayna <laughs> Baszler.
0: Was it was it the first ever episode of wrestling predictcast back way when when you said Shayna
1: Baszler was going to be the future of this uh, yeah. this? Yeah, condition? it was quite an it was quite an early prediction. I think it might be the only one I've got wrong so far. Um, <laughs> Bold, but okay, yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, no, but she's not, she's back in she's back in, mate. I think she's I think you'll find she's about 19 places above Finn Balor in the draft, so she can't be doing that. <laughs> one, That's true. That's absolutely
2: true. I think we interrupted you earlier, Ben, before you got to read out the um, SmackDown women's. I did, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, so started Shanky, didn't we? We did. But, we uh, we broke that down. So
0: obviously we've got Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Uh, no, sorry, for SmackDown we've got Charlotte Flair, um, B. Fab, who's part of. Um, Top dollar, Naomi, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Zaya Lee, Alia, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, and Natalia. Yep, that's right. is still going. Um is she still? With I I know. still with Tamina. Tamina.
2: Oh, they, no, still. they've
0: they've they've broken up Natalia and, and Tamina. Tamina's on um Raw and Natalia's on SmackDown. Obviously that's not a story they feel they need to
2: tell, thankfully. Um the, 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 they've done that a few times. So Tony Storm, um, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox have been broke up. Oh, I didn't even well. I didn't
0: even notice that. Um, I've got
2: that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Logically. I had a look at this earlier, and there's one women's tag team left, and that's Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Every other women's tag team has been broke up. I
0: mean, come well, on. I mean, loose. The, We're talking tag team loose.
2: What is the point in that belt?
0: Is is a is a very good question. Considering that on NXT, it's legit. It is a legitimate belt. There is legitimate tag teams. They build them. It's a, it's it's actually fought for properly. Just, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it, or build your division. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, which, which roster do we think came out on top then? Who do we think's got the better, better, better of the two deals? Who do we think got the better of the two superstars?
2: It's really hard to say because, like, you look down the list and you think it's actually quite thin, isn't it? Um, apart from like the very top people, below that it's quite thin.
1: I think I think they've weakened Smackdown and Smackdown is probably still better.
0: Yes. I think you look at it Smackdown's better but I completely agree with you Luke. I think what they re- what you realize is they do not have that many stars. Who are the actual stars? Like the idea that Drew McIntyre is facing Big E this this at uh, uh, Crown Jewels actually a decent match and they built that fairly well. The fact that he's gone over to Smackdown is 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 really big but if you look down the actual list from the top to bottom the way they've done it it goes Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, then The New Day, then Happy Corbin and then you're looking down the rest of the list going after Roman Reigns has defeated Drew McIntyre in the next 3 months who's actually next to face him who's 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 on this list that could do it arguably you might be able to build Jeff Hardy for a bit of a bit of a nostalgia bit arguably you might be able to do Sheamus but seriously there's no one else who else is on that who else is on that list that could actually take him on it's it's bizarre, and then you could argue the same for Raw. You've got Big E, and then they've gone Randy Orton and Riddle, Edge. They've brought over so that there's something in that, okay? Bobby Lashley's still there. Seth Rollins is still there. You've got people like AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, but these aren't these aren't young people. These aren't rising stars. These aren't the future of WWE. They're all the same people that have fought for that belt before. So you do look at it and wonder where where's the, you know, there was a, there was a time, and I know we 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 don't talk about him very much. For obvious reasons, but we'll use him for this as an analogy. There was a time when you looked at NXT and you went, I think Joe, you made the analogy that Velveteen Dream could wrestle at was it WrestleMania 50 and still be younger than AJ Styles was when he was wrestling, or something like that. Yeah. If there was, there was something like that, and you looked at that and went, that's an exciting prospect. Yeah. You know, Velveteen Dream before before all the um, scandal and everything that surrounded him, that means that he's disappeared from TV, rightfully. Velveteen Dream was an idea of that is a rising star, but I don't know who those people are at the minute, and this is a key indicator of it.
2: It's so, because they just bury them. So look at Rhea Ripley, right? So Rhea Ripley is in her early 20s compared to most women who are in the like, early 30s, late 30s. They just, just buried her.
0: Yeah. Keith Lee. Keith Lee should be one of your rising stars, and now they've given him a really random animal, and what's he doing?
2: That, and, and, and his attire's
0: gone, gone to crap again. Yeah, yeah. Are
2: you not, you're, not, you're not liking the old scratch well, mark? He's, he's got his vest back. You know I don't like that. And he's got his baggy shorts.
0: Yeah. And why, is, and why is Akira Tozawa getting a getting a random push every week? Why is he getting matches every week? Like, what's going on? funny, mate. They think he's like a funny little <laughs> Japanese they do. It's really <laughs> bad to watch. No, it is. It's really poor. And you know what's really shocking about it, and I've said this for a couple of weeks to my wife when we are watching, Akira Tozawa is actually a genuinely brilliant wrestler. Like, his matches when he was in the Cruiserweight and NXT were really good. He can really legitimately wrestle and be brilliant and he's just been chasing around
1: the eight, 24-7 championship. I, think they honest, I, I honestly think they say to him, like, can you be a bit more Japanese, please? Can you like, be a bit like yeah. It's really, it's, like
2: you've already got him dressed as a ninja. Like what, like what we're we doing? That's not so, okay. So but Ben, but ben do you remember earlier when we're like, do you remember the moments in the podcast where we like move on?
0: Yeah, yeah. We've had two of those. We've had two of those so far. That I'm trying to work out whether we could keep them in or not. We'll see.
2: We'll yeah, see how tired. I
0: mean, I mean,
1: no, you're back. right. No, the problem I'm is you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. No, I'm not. not so I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying like they are yeah. stereotyping this person yeah. as like like a, a odd Japanese man, and to it reinforced that point. They dressed him up as a ninja for no reason. Yeah. It's it's and and they keep just keep giving him random.
0: I mean the whole why, Kevin Owens came out was it on Raw? Kevin Owens came out, came to the ring. Akira Tozawa interrupts. Me. He doesn't say anything. Akira Tozawa comes in, gets stunned, and then Kevin Owens leaves. And you're going, that's how you're going to use Kevin Owens. This is Rob, it's just random
2: I keep, I keep hearing his contracts up soon he's, he'll be leaving he needs to,
0: I mean there's a list it's probably a conversation for another time and I think it might be something we bring up, we've got a bit more time to be fair but there is a list of wrestlers who need to move on, who are done now who are not he, going anywhere
1: who's not one of those, Reggie <laughs>
0: Now, sorry. You can take the mick out of him. That I will watch that man bounce around on the ring. I will watch that man do his parkour every day of the week. He's made the twenty four seven championship segments at least barely like bearable. I but think did... what he does is fairly impressive. Oh yeah. no, it is. I mean, no, I mean, it is, I mean, it, I mean, it is. I can't do it. I can't do all of it.
2: Yeah, if I <laughs> to watch if I to watch gymnastics, I find it really good.
0: Oh come on! Now it's something different. Oh, Are like, you cynical?
1: Cynical. Imagine being like Drew Goodluck at the moment. You'd be like, "What? What's your role in WWE?" Well, what I do is I basically ineptly chase around a guy for the title, right? But I never get near him because he's too agile, agile for me. Oh, so is that one like the main title holders? And you're like, "No, it's not." It's, it's this thing called twenty four seven. Oh, so is it a big name? Was well, Reggie? Okay.
0: Drew Goodluck like got caught in a net really badly last last uh, two weeks ago. Everyone <laughs> getting caught, getting getting randomly caught in a net and that there was that moment when he just must have thought is it is it worth is it worth the money is it worth the, the extra money i asked for when i went and demanded a raise or i'd leave did i see myself being caught in a net
1: <laughs> i haven't wrestled in a year exactly <laughs> I love. It's like when you were a kid, you think probably the worst, like based on just based purely on computer games, you think the worst thing that could possibly happen is you see a loose banana skin on the floor because <laughs> you are going to end up on your ass. You don't think about the net, do you?
0: Uh, now, to be fair, we've we've really ragged on WWE for the last hour. It feels like that's what we well, that's what we do each and every week. But I'm actually quite looking forward to Crown Jewel. I think there's some really good matches on Crown Jewel. I genuinely think there's, yes, there's some stuff set up.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: On I'm hoping people either share the same views or they've tuned in for the first time. Going, I don't know why these three run a wrestling podcast, considering they seem to hate <laughs> wrestling. Yeah.
1: And if you are offended uh, any Japanese listeners, then I apologize. Um.
0: Carry on, Ben. Sorry. You know it's all right. I was
2: just. <laughs> gonna we've, start. We've, we've talked enough.
0: I was just going to start to wrap it up. I was just going to start to, uh, to uh, exactly like you say, tease the next episode. So um, we've got a pretty stacked card for um, crown jewel already with um, two title matches, a big feud blow off. Uh, sorry, three title matches, a big feud blow off the tag team championships, finally being defended in a feud that seems to have gone on forever and can continue to go on. Cause they've been drafted on the same draft on the same uh, brand. Um, But there's some good matches. There should be really good matches. It's just a shame that it's going to be so hot over in Saudi Arabia they won't be able to actually do them properly.
1: That's me ragging on WWE again. I shouldn't do it. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to crowd (laughs) Jewel. You know, I'll tell you what will be really interesting if they try and do an impromptu two-hour NXT version of SmackDown the day after. If they all get stuck on the tarmac again. Imagine what that's going to be like. like, Who the hell
0: are all these people? That's fair. Though, to be honest, and we haven't talked about it, NXT 2.0 is a better show than the... Than what it was. I wish they would just drop the 2.0. They have to keep They keep calling it that, and I wish they wouldn't, but it is a better show now. It's a, a lot more developmental than like it was before, so I've got a lot more time for it, but um, actually, to be fair, when all those wrestlers were stuck on the tarmac, that gave us one of the best Smackdowns we've ever had.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. I mean, we had people like Adam Cole at that point. That's true. That
0: is true. I'll give you that. All right, then. So, we will see you in only about a week, week and a bit, to uh, break down discuss and predict WWE crown jewel um I talk about the results but everyone kind of guessed exactly the same and all the results were pretty much exactly the same so nothing's changed Joe you're still at the top of the table <coughs> but if you get to at predict cast on Twitter or um search for the wrestling predict Cast on Facebook you'll get the full league published and promoted and um yeah we've the, the winner has already got her T-shirt sent on the on the way, so it's already on the way and it's been and should be delivered. She wanted a um, Tommaso Champa T-shirt, so
2: there did, we go. Did you still post it when it's your wife?
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> hey, it's nice to get something to post every now and again. Isn't it?
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: is, is, is that because you thought you were the, that was the rest of the most like you then? Right, we're leaving. <laughs>
0: going to leave it there. I I don't know why this has become the Gang Up on Ben White podcast. (laughs) See you next time, fellas. Cheers,
2: mate.